Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your choice for business time. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Hello and welcome to Enterprise Now on WQYLDV Radio. I'm your host, Elsie Flinnard, and I am here with Kate from Liberty Dance Center. And before we get started on the, in the interview, I want to give a quick announcement about the Hunger Task Force food drive that we have coming up. So it's called the first annual WQYLDB Radio Summer Fun Celebration and Food Drive. And that is a mouthful. But we've partnered with Hunger Task Force to raise $1,000 and 1,000 pounds of food. So we can't do it without you. We need your help. So right now, I believe at last tally, we're at about $300. So we still have $700 more to go. And I have to touch base with the drop-off locations to to see where we are there. But um, in terms of cash, we're at 300 bucks. So... We can't do it without you guys, so we need your we need your help. So if you can donate, please go to www.wqyl-db.com slash food drive to donate. And we're also having a fun celebration, which Liberty Dance Company or Center will be there. They'll be dancing with us. And that's going to be held Friday, August 5th at 530. We're going all the way into 830. It's going to be a fun Fun, fun night, um, and we're going to have that at Fox River Park here in Waukesha. So, Kate. Hi. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. And we also have Mike here. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great tonight. Now, I know Mike from um, from some other place, but um, when I met Mike, um, he really struck me as a really cool guy, and I, I love to meet cool people, so um, I'm really really appreciative that, that I got the chance to meet you and uh, to learn from you, so I um, appreciate you joining me tonight. Um, so let's, uh, let's do this. Kate, tell us your story. How did you get into, into dance? And if you want to go all the way back until you were three <laughs> years old, that's fine. Just kind of give us an idea how you got interested in dance and how did Liberty Dance Center come about? All right. So we'll go all the way back to like 1984. <laughs> nice. Um, started dancing when I was three. And I believe it's because I used to yeah, always dance down the aisles at the grocery store. Uh-huh. I tap my feet all the time. So my mom thought, all right, let's put her in a class and kind of never stop dancing. I remember there was one time, I want to say I was in like seventh grade where um, I remember playing soccer in the front yard with one of my friends mm-hmm. and I had thought about like, oh, maybe I should do soccer. And dad, Mr. Mike actually said that, okay, well then you need to stop a technique class if you're going to do that. And that was the end of that. I wasn't I'm like, nope, not giving up a dance class to try it. But gotcha. um, so yeah, I just did that my whole, whole life, did palms um, at Waukesha North High School all four years. And mm-hmm. Um, and then went on to get my degree in dance over at Point Park okay. University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So okay. that was also just never a, never a question. Just wanted to keep going with it. Gotcha. Um, didn't really know per se if I would perform after college or go right away into teaching. I assistant taught growing up. So that was always something I enjoyed. Okay. I like, you know, helping the kids and stuff like that. But, um, by the time I got to my senior year of college, the performing aspect of it didn't really do it for me anymore. So moved out east um, to live with my now husband, um, lived out there for a couple of years and taught and worked for some bosses that 
seeing them, I was like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it mm-hmm. type of a mentality. And then um, we moved back here right before we got married and worked at a studio um, up in West Bend for a few years. Okay. And again, kind of same thing, like learned a lot from that boss, but um, certain aspects, I was like, hey, I can do this too. Gotcha. Um, so hit up my dad for a loan and the rest <laughs> is history. So yeah, we opened in 2008 okay. and two expansions later and nice. started with 38 kids and now I have about 420 kids. Wow. And yeah, it's going great. Awesome. You're like the entrepreneur's dream. Um, <laughs> you know, not to, not to brag, but yeah. I mean, you really are. You, you know, we, we all as entrepreneurs dream of having something that we're, we're passionate about, mm-hmm. something that we, um, we don't mind getting up in the morning and going and, and doing. So, um, so kudos to you for yeah. what you guys have done here. Um, we, we looked around the facility, those of you, uh, who are listening and, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm I'm excited for you because <laughs> yeah. this is it really is. It's 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 the American dream to it's be It's been able fun to, to watch it grow and yeah. uh you know we have at least I'd say about 30 families that have been with us from like day one still. Wow. And, um, you know, kids who were two back then that are now wow. going into middle school, it's, awesome. you know, kind of freaks you out, but, mm-hmm. um, it's been fun to watch them grow and see right. everyone. Because when they get older, you get older. I know. Right. <laughs> well, I don't, right. <laughs> well, I think it's funny when these little kids came in five, six years ago, you couldn't see them above the front counter. Mm-hmm. And now a year later, you'd start seeing their forehead and now they're <laughs> towering above the front counter. That's mm-hmm. how I judge kids. Yeah. yeah. Growing and, you yeah. know. Or they used to never, you know, say a word and now they're mm-hmm. Chad Cathy's and yeah. you just see the confidence grow. Yeah. You know, I, throughout I was going to say, years. talk about that a little bit. How, how programs like this help to boost the kids' confidence mm-hmm. and their, uh, the social interactions yeah. and help them, you know, grow, grow as people. It's really cool to watch. Um, in fact, one of our students who, when she first started, she was two and the mom might be listening because I know she just asked if, <laughs> how she could listen, but, yep. um, she'll know who she is. Her daughter, like, never said boo. I mean, at all all in class for I'd say like a good solid three years and Uh then finally all of a sudden she started talking and like she's going now and so that's been great they just they love it and some kids you can't tell or you're like you know do they like class because they're just so they're quiet and they're focused Mm -hmm. but you know then you hear from the moms and and the dads that um, that's all they think about that's all they do at home and that they love it and it's it's been cool we have a lot of kids that will see that Gotcha. Um, you can just see them blossom throughout mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. As Kate mentioned, um, let me give this uh, call-in number out. Uh, that call-in number is 720-820-1618. Again, that's 720-820-1618. So if you'd like to call in and ask either myself, Mike, or Kate a question, that's the uh, dial-in number. Again, that's 720 720- Eight two zero one six one eight. Um, so, I kind of think I know the answer to this next question. But what was your mission on the on the outside? Out, out, outside of you want to dance, mm-hmm. what was kind of your your goal or your mission? Just to touch, you know, as many people's lives as we can. Um, I mean, we have like currently, like I said, about four hundred students. But when you think about throughout the years how many students have walked through our doors, whether it's been that they've signed up and done classes for the year or they've come in for a random birthday party or, you know, we've gone to their school for high interest day. Just Mm -hmm. a lot of people in the community that, you know, we reach out to, we perform at senior centers Mm and um, it's just, that's been more of our focus. We're not a highly competition studio, so we really want to just nurture the the students and make them good people gotcha. as well as good dancers and you know give back to our community as much as we can gotcha yeah. now that is super important um we talked about uh, maybe it was a couple of episodes ago how important people are mm-hmm. um whether you're talking business or just life in general it's all about people mm-hmm. it's about building people it's about sharing with people it's about meeting people that's why when when we started this um this enterprise now I'm excited because I get to meet cool people. Right. I love to meet cool people. Um, and so that's, that to me, that speaks a lot about the program when, when that's your focus, when people are the focus, mm-hmm. um, and helping to grow people. Yeah. Great story about that is last spring or this past spring, Kate's performing company. It's a group of kids that go out in the community and perform, like Kate said, for nursing homes, a walkie wave game, but they went to Berkshire's on Kensington. And I think the next day, 
they had a great time with all the senior citizens that lived there. Mm-hmm. The next day, Kate got a call already asking when they, when we could come back. Nice. And I think uh, August 3rd, in fact, two days mm-hmm. before your big event on August okay. 5th, uh, I think the performing company is going back there and performing, and they're actually going to give lessons in addition to performing. Oh, nice. They're going to teach some of these senior citizens some oh, dance moves. It's going to be a great event. You have event. got to take pictures. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And, and let <laughs> us post them on the website. For That's sure. going to be awesome. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Um, so how many people do you have working with you, Kate? Um, there's myself and my dad. So my dad runs the front desk and then I have just added some new teachers. So six total teachers, including myself. Um, and we have a slew of assistant teachers this year. I feel like we actually even have 20, um, who are range from, you know, 12 to 16 that are students here, but then they also teach, but, um, and then my mom works here too. She does, (laughs) um, she does all the like alterations on the costumes every spring and during competition season. And she takes the pictures at the show. And so very much so a family business. Um, a lot of my staff, uh, Miss Deanna has been with us for seven of the eight years, Miss Michelle has been with us six of the eight years, but then also like a little bit um, during the first two years as well while she was in college and just a long, we're really a, truly a family unit. Like we okay. all consider each other friends. And I think that's part of what makes the vibe here special. Yeah. Cause Kate's husband's a big supporter. He does a lot of miscellaneous stuff and okay. he <laughs> would kill us if he was. Yes. And my husband. <laughs> Can't forget about the husband. Right. So how, how is it working with, with Mike here? Is he a, He's a good dad to work with. He's or? good. Yeah. We're very similar. So occasionally we butt heads. Um, but in general, yeah, no, it's awesome. Because I don't have a, a business degree. That was one thing. If I could go back, I probably would have done like a minor in business. But okay. between my dad and my husband, Jim, um, I get all the you know help I can with that. And gotcha. So yeah, it's definitely beneficial. And, it's and fun. If anybody out listening has a child, son or daughter, if you ever have the chance to, uh, you know, Start run a business with your one of your kids. It's a great experience. Awesome. You can teach some things, but you can also learn a lot of stuff. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Talk because I have a daughter that's into dance, mm-hmm. and we we just posted some dolls for sale. Okay. Um on on my on one of my other websites. Yeah. So she's kind of getting into entrepreneurship. Oh, cool. And one of the things that I told her is, you know, it's fine if you want to to dance mm-hmm. and um, go into the arts. Uh, I said, but you need to at least minor in business. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I told her. So it's, it's reassuring to hear you guys say the same thing. So now I can say, hey, Nia, Mike and Kate said <laughs> it's smart to... can't it, hurt. You know what I mean? Hurt. It can't hurt. So, yeah, so. You know, That's the thing that surprised me. Like Kate went to a college in Pittsburgh, Point Park, that was a great school for arts, mm-hmm. musicians, actors, and dancers, of course. Uh, they did have a business program, but the thing that all surprised me, because probably a third of the students probably go on to run some type of business. Okay. In fact, several of her classmates, roommates, have their own businesses scattered through the U.S. right now okay. in a variety of different things. But their careers could have been that much stronger from mm-hmm. a resume standpoint had they been some basic business classes. Gotcha. And that gotcha. was like what thirteen years ago. So I don't know if maybe by yeah. now maybe they've tweaked that. But yeah, definitely something. I mean, we try to go to uh, conferences like every other year. There's gotcha. a conference that we love, um, and I just you know read the magazines and mm-hmm. research and research. You know, you got to just kind of keep learning. Gotcha. Yeah, we went to a convention this past summer, and I got to give Kate credit. She took most of her teachers. My wife and I, her husband, and the teachers all went through classes, I mean, from 8 in the morning till 9 at night okay. of instructors from around the country teaching wow. moves. Mm-hmm. Her husband and I and Kate, for some of the classes, there was a whole business um, structure Track, every yeah. day while they were teaching dance. They were also teaching different elements. Mm-hmm. And we were there with 800 studio owners around the world, so you get all these great ideas okay. on how to run your business. So, gotcha. uh, you know, the one thing I've always told people that I know is you you never stop learning Mm -hmm. whether it's dance moves but also how to run a business gotcha gotcha and I think too it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people um like you mentioned being around uh, other people who have studios and kind of bouncing ideas Mm -hmm. finding out what works finding out what doesn't work and kind of implementing it into what what you do yeah Uh, I think that's super important um so uh, I know Mike will probably feel this question. How do you guys market and advertise your business? Um, you know, initially there was a big dependence on advertising, marketing. And I, when Kate started a business, I actually worked for a direct mail company called Red Plum or 
Velasquez was the corporate name. So we kicked off by using a very targeted direct mail program okay. into uh, zip codes, sub-zip codes in the Waukesha area. Actually, we, we, just, we actually chose the site we're at today because of the demographic analysis I did of the number of families, income levels in this part of Waukesha. Oh, wow. But then we mailed 10,000 flyers out to these areas that were concentrated with young families with two or more kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also uh, go around on Saturday, Sunday mornings and put flyers in key neighborhoods. And the thing I looked for were like swing sets in the backyards or gotcha. bikes and things. Well, don't give away all your secrets, yeah. Mike. <laughs> and then now I tell you, we rely more on word of mouth. Okay. And the other key thing for us is community involvement. So gotcha. uh, we donate free birthday parties to uh, fundraising groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate mentioned high interest days. She just did one at um, Summit View. Summit View. Okay. Uh, so we do a lot of marketing by community giving okay. and being out in the community and through our website. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit more about the high interest days. I'm curious, what, what is that? There's only a few schools around here that do it, okay. but um, it's really cool. Uh, they get all these different types of people that go into like an elementary school. So there's usually a dance teacher, soccer, someone from the wave that comes for soccer, karate, um, painting, just random different um, like careers, arts, and yeah, oh, okay. stuff like that. And I then see. you go and you teach. Each kid gets to like make a list of different activities, and they rotate. They usually get to do like four different things. Okay. Um, and you know, we'll go in and teach them like a little half hour class, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. We never had that growing up. Um, right. But I know there's not not very many that do that, or okay. some do it like every other year. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we did something cool. We were actually asked by Summit View two years ago. Uh, we actually have one of Kate's teachers goes there for 25 weeks during the school year and okay. twice a week mm-hmm. for different kids. She puts on dance classes okay. right in Summit View. Oh, nice. Yeah. And every five weeks, a whole new group of kids. So every group of kids get five weeks of dance classes. Oh, nice. And I believe they've already partnered with They're us. They're adding for another the, grade next year. Yeah. So well, this will be our third year partnering with Summit View kind of teaching the arts. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. So, whom to whom do you attribute your success? I think I kind of know the answer to this, <laughs> but I think we just have a, a good feel here, like a really good vibe, um, okay. and we have really good clientele. I mean, it just and really great staff, and it's just a combination of all of it. I think we all are really passionate about what we do, gotcha. and that shows. I mean, I've worked at places where you have staff that does not get along or mm-hmm. are just here for the job, and that's not that's not how it is for any of us or any of my teachers, so I really think that rubs off on everyone. It trickles down, and the kids love it, and the families are happy, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. that's kind of what I feel like. Just I think it's a family it. feel, and it's, you know, the, the business is run by a family, but mm-hmm. You know, if I see a, a mother with a young kid, I'll go run and open the door for them. So it's little things like taking care of the customers uh-huh. um, and kind of just doing what makes our customers happy. And, and we're rewarded by seeing kids' smiles. You know, when you do a recital and these kids are just decked out in their recital costumes mm-hmm. with flowers in their hands and mm-hmm. big smiles, Yep, it's, it's, it's a great business mm-hmm. to be in. Gotcha. I think you said a lot there. Um, so what I heard was it's very important to have people that fit, mm-hmm. um, not only personality wise, but their mindset, their mission, their For goal, sure. their and their passion, having mm-hmm. people that are all on the same page and all want the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard Mike say, take care of your customer because... That's- they they are your business. You oh, have to sure. make sure that you're taking care of your customers. So that's regardless of whatever business you're in, yeah. you have to take care of your customer, and you have to have people on your team that fit and that get it, mm-hmm. and that are all on the same page. So. You know, sometimes it's a basics. I see businesses all around. Like if you send an email or an inquiry, you hear something back in three weeks, and man, <laughs> Kate and I get back to customers within sometimes an hour. <laughs> Uh, sometimes she says I get back to him too quickly, too quick. <laughs> but I'm just, I just hate it when I don't get responded to. Gotcha. And I just think people have a, we have an obligation to get back to people with 
the right information on a timely basis. Gotcha. And that's not seen that often anymore. Yeah, I, I was going to say customer service. Um, we, we always make the joke. Um, I won't say their name, but there's a, a, a large retail chain that you just don't expect the customer service. Mm-hmm. And one, one day, you know, we're, we're shopping. I'm out with my family. And a worker comes up to me, and they're like, you know, can I help you? And I'm, I'm surprised. I'm shocked. Right. I'm like, what do you mean? You've never done that before. Yeah. So, you know, even on a large scale, that personal touch, that customer service you is, feel special, is so you know? important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm with you, Mike. When I, when I shoot out an email, um, you know, I used to think that it was just because my, my, me being anal, but yeah, I mean, I, I expect a response within a certain amount of time. Yeah. I think that's, even if it's just a, Hey, you know, like it's recital week. We're really slammed. We'll get back to you with more, mm-hmm. you know, just something. Yep. Acknowledge the fact. Cause too, a lot of times you don't know if it just got lost in exactly. internet la la land, you yep. know. Yep. Exactly. You know, it's like when Kate last expanded, you saw the area over there. We have a mm-hmm. place for parents to sit and read that want to yep. get away. We have a study table for kids. Yep. We have a lunch room for kids and none of it's revenue producing expansion. It's mm-hmm. just to better meet the needs of the students. Right. And the parents, because we really have two or three sets of customers. The kids have to love dancing. Mm-hmm. The parents got to feel their kids are safe right. in a wholesome environment. Yep. And then grandparents are another customer because a lot of grandparents are paying tuition nowadays. Gotcha. So you really are meeting the needs of three uniquely individualistic kind of customers. Okay. Awesome. So what made you guys choose this location? My husband, I'm going to give him his props right now because he said that we drive by this. We used to have a condo right down the road and uh-huh. so we'd always drive by here. Um, and so we finally looked into it and it's, it, you know, it was just an industrial space. So it was just a big open mm-hmm. box. There were some walls, you know, yeah. like a little bit of remodeling we had to do, but, mm-hmm. um, nice high ceilings, all that aspect, gotcha. uh, good visibility, especially when mm-hmm. we first started. That was a main thing. Right off Highway 59 between yeah. East and West Avenues. No, <laughs> when you guys started, was that Walmart there? That was not. Okay. Cause I was going to say, I thought that's pretty, but rel- I think it came relatively, new. relatively close Within to two when years we, of being open. I yeah. It, how did you see the effect of that? In terms of traffic that that came by, or was it kind of no? Business but parents as usual? love it Parent, because yeah, they can when run their and child's go in Hanson, they mm-hmm. can go to the uh, PDQ gas station, uh-huh. and they can go to Walmart, and they yeah. get all their shopping yeah. done. And mm-hmm. when the kids, when the child's out of out of class, mm-hmm. they can head home and make yeah. dinner because they've got. We knew it wouldn't hurt for mm-hmm. sure. You gotcha. know, having something so close. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, it's the 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 the, the basic business, right? Location, 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 location. Yes. and, <laughs> and like, visibility, right? Like visibility yeah. and retail space was crazy more expensive gotcha. like that just it was the and big, the nice thing is most difference. businesses in this complex are not open uh At after night. 5 p.m and that's really kate's hours here are 3 30 okay. till 9 okay so and then there's a pet store uh a reptile shop two doors away so, okay so kids um you know have a thing to do like the siblings the brothers that want to watch dance they can run down to the reptile store nice yeah i i could definitely see that um i was showing my wife when we were because we were at walmart mm-hmm. probably too much yeah and so i'm like hey yeah see and i was telling on your story how you keep expanding yep. but now you're i know they always joke <laughs> we're at the end of the building now so we're done yep um, so what kind of corporation how did you guys um set up your business we are llc okay um this was yeah back in 2008, so I don't remember all the details, but I know that we did have an attorney and they suggested, you know, which way we should go. So yep. we're a single member LLC. Okay. And I think that just was a better way to protect like my family's assets and right. stuff versus like a sole proprietorship. Gotcha. And I'm a business consultant, so she did two very smart things. She right. contacted an attorney, uh-huh. which any small wannabe entrepreneur out there. And the second thing is she got a great accountant. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, those are two things, a bookkeeper, accountant, and that attorney. It just sets you in the right direction. Gotcha. And increases your chances for success. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, those were free tidbits from Mr. <laughs> Mike Tyson here. And um, didn't even have to pay for it. Totally free. Just gave that away. So that that's really, really great advice, yeah. Mike. Thank you. Um, so what, what would you say your company's goal would be um, maybe three, five, ten years from now? I know, like, my husband and I, we would like to eventually probably have our own building. Okay. So at least that way down the road, I only have sons, so maybe they'll want to take over the business. Maybe they won't, or mm-hmm. maybe my niece would. But then that way, at least, if we wanted to, you know, not continue with the business, we'd have something tangible to sell. Gotcha. Um, 
So I'd say like currently right now, that's, that would be our long-term goal. Okay. Um, but otherwise just kind of keep doing what we're doing and help you know. make kids happy. I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there's so much stress on the kids nowadays. It feels yeah. like they have yeah. a lot on their plate and we just want this to continue to be a second home gotcha. for the girls. I mean, we see a lot of in boys, we have a lot of boys here too, but we see these kids sometimes more than mm-hmm. their own parents do, especially our intensive dancers. Um, you know, they're with us eight to 10 hours and, they probably only really see their parents on the car ride to and from gotcha. each week. So we want to just continue to have a nice feel. Yeah, we, and We just had a tear-jerk uh, comment from a customer. They're moving to Texas, right outside Austin, Texas. Okay. So if you're listening out there, <laughs> uh, she told us that leaving Liberty Dance is going to be harder than leaving their home. Wow. Because they spend a lot of – there's two girls and a young boy who took up hip-hop, mm-hmm. and they just love it here. Gotcha. In fact – they're moving in a couple of weeks, and they've been coming in. Uh, Kate let them take dance classes all summer, kind of as a easing, you know, making it a little bit easier for them for the upcoming move. Okay. So, talk. Let's talk a little bit about the. You mentioned the stress, right? Because it's a lot different than when we grew up, right? There's Absolutely. Social media and the internet and all these outside things that our kids have to to deal with. Mm-hmm. So to know that they have a safe place. I mean, that's, that's gotta be huge for, for your families, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, cause a lot of them do, they're here, you know, all night or our assistant teachers or older kids, you know, will sometimes have an hour break here and there. And just to know that they have friends that they can talk to. And a lot of times they're friends that they don't go to school with, okay. which is awesome. I mean, that's how I grew up. I didn't, there was no one from my school at my local dance studio and it was nice. You had this difference, you know, support base that didn't know firsthand any of the other school drama, but were there to be, you know, a listening ear. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they do, they have it way harder. I'm glad I didn't grow up with the whole Facebook yeah. and texting yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's hard. I mean, so we just try to do our best. We always say that we think of the student first. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we're teaching them in class, we think about the person and then the dancer. So like, yes, we give them all corrections and stuff, but if we know that this kid's having a hard time because they've opened up to us, mm-hmm. that's what goes through our brain first versus if your tandu is perfect. You know gotcha. what I mean? Because gotcha. ultimately, like their well-being is more important than the perfect tandu. Gotcha. So. so you mentioned that you have a lot of boys that we attend. do. Um, talk a little bit about that. Are they are more geared towards hip hop or? Yeah, some of them. I'd say right now we probably have about thirty. Okay, yeah, almost ten um, percent of the student population. Yeah, wow. it's kind of one of those you don't get boys unless you have them, okay. but you can't. You know, so a couple years ago we had uh, a good handful that came and did hip hop together, and okay. then each I'd say each recital we get more brothers that were sitting in the audience watching okay. their sisters that are like okay cool there awesome. are boys up there uh-huh. um, our teacher Miss Deanna who teaches the boys like the boys only hip hop class just uh-huh. does a great job at making them boys like it's you know there's nothing girly about it so and, they don't have to worry and that's so important right I think it, it's a different thing where you know you have a boy and you wanted them to to kind of expand and reach outside of mm-hmm. what um, what we call being a boy is right but i think it's so important to still be a boy you oh, know still sure. have that masculinity yeah. and um you know and saying well okay i see some other guys up there doing so i yeah I, and it's the best, the best visual picture is in fall a couple of our hip-hop boy dancers are football players gotcha and they finish their 45 minute hip-hop class and well then mike they- i hate to cut you off okay. but we're gonna go to a break and um we'll be back in a few minutes You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your choice for business talk, inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A battle is going on inside all of us, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil, anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, 
inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good, joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and life. This same fight is going on inside you and in every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. All right, welcome back, guys. I am here. This is Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. I have Liberty Dance Center's Kate and Mr. Mike Tyson, and that is his real name. It's Mike Tyson, spelled <laughs> differently, but that is indeed his name. Not that Mike Tyson, but he is a super cool guy. Um, and so, Mike, I'm sorry we we got a little cut off with the uh, the break music there. So, tell us a little bit about what uh, we were talking about: yeah. boys dancing and and keeping yeah. masculinity and being tough and all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah, one of the cool things in fall, some of the boys who do hip hop. Uh, when they're finished with class, they have to run the football practice. So they, they get off their hip hop shoes, go in the bathroom, and they walk out with football pads and jersey on and awesome. they head off the football practice. To, to hit some people. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of them say it increases their agility. Kinda, the other yep. cool thing for boys is I've seen, we talked earlier about the growth of a child from a confidence perspective. Mm-hmm. Just some boys in here that started even with Tapper or ballet classes and they've just become so much more socially adjust it and mm-hmm. they kind of kind of talk comfortably with girls there's yep. a, a boy that wouldn't um talk to me hardly and now man he's it's just <laughs> great to see a young guy embrace dance and mm-hmm. and really benefit from the social side of dance gotcha and i would think it helps with things especially with football it helps with things like timing um mm-hmm. like you mentioned agility being able to uh to to make moves and mm-hmm. um and, and a lot of sports is timing and right. angles oh, yeah. and so it kind of fits right into yeah. to yeah. dance so um not a dancer myself um would like to learn um go. but you know um so tell us a little bit about what's unique about your business. I think we have a, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, like yep. a little niche of that we're not a highly competitive studio, mm-hmm. and yet we're not just, for lack of a better word, like a rec studio. Gotcha. Um, we do have a competition team. We do have a performing company team. We have a staff where majority have dance degrees. They're mm-hmm. all adults. They've been dancing for, or teaching, you know, for like 10 plus years. Okay. Um, so we really have a strong faculty. So we give good education to the students, but yet the focus is not competition, competition, competition. Gotcha. We understand that there's more to it. A lot of kids mm-hmm. do do sports or do dance team and mm-hmm. other activities, and that's important. Um, so I think there's not a lot around here that have... We're like right in the middle of, gotcha. you know, so we, we offer it, but it's not our main focus. And gotcha. I think there's people that, that works for, works gotcha. for their family. A mm-hmm. lot of our kids, like on our comp team, mm-hmm. have siblings, you know, whether it's just the two of them or all the way up to eight. Gotcha. Um, there's, you know, a lot of kids in their family and uh, we kind of fit right in the middle where they can make it work, still get what they want, but gotcha. and get good quality education. Gotcha. So, I mean... It's very important, I think, for a business to to know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to be that business or that for business. Sure. You know who you are. Um, and the other thing I, I kind of wanted to to ask you was, how do you when you're looking for instructors mm-hmm. or people to work with you, what do you look for? Luckily, um, so Miss Deanna, who I mentioned, has been with us for seven of the eight. We were coworkers at a previous studio, okay, and. She just has a fabulous personality. Passion is like her middle name and just, just <laughs> fabulous. And so we really connected and, um, great teacher, great personality. Michelle was one of my students. Okay. Um, and then she went off to college and then came back to work for me. And, okay. um, you know, so I've known her and trained her since she was in high school. Wow. And then my other teachers honestly have just come to me at the right time. We've never, we have something on our website, you know, for employment, but we've never had to 
advertise okay. looking for a teacher. Um, they've all just come like one Miss Lynn who just moved to Indiana. Sadly. Hi, Miss Lynn, if you're listening. Um, she emailed me like I was eight months pregnant with my son and was going to need a teacher and she emailed and it just has always kind of worked out. But the main thing is their personality. Okay. It has to go, um, reach the children in a good way Mm -hmm. the parents they have to communicate and they just have to fit like we're together all the time and um and then they also obviously have to have the dance training and Uh be a good teacher because that's it's hard to find that trifecta of you yourself have good training Mm -hmm. you can teach it Mm -hmm. and you have the personality to boot because i've worked with people that have maybe been like amazing dancers Mm -hmm. but for some reason it just doesn't go um you know click over to the student so gotcha. we're Rats. very lucky so i don't have a chance at that position yeah. because i guess the, <laughs> fact, that I, the fact that i can't dance <laughs> is going to hinder me minor a little detail bit. <laughs> right. so i'm a little curious about why you chose to go into business for yourself i think you you alluded to it a mm-hmm. little bit earlier but why not find a different studio that was a better fit and just kind of try to spread your wings that way what was the 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 trigger that made you say you know not only can I do this better, I'm going to do this. Well, I've always been um, or really done well in school, okay. uh, growing up in high school, graduated college, magna cum laude. Like that's always something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I like doing math. I like learning. Um, and I really do like doing all the planning and the organization and the book. You know, I don't do all like the books, but I still have to do, you know, my um, weekly like bookkeeping stuff. Okay. And I enjoy that part. And I knew that I, I have two sons right now, but um, I needed something that wasn't going to have me just teaching forever. Say okay. I got hurt mm-hmm. and I couldn't teach, yep. you know, now I, I can still run the business or gotcha. it offers me the flexibility that, Hey, my husband's traveling for work. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, I make sure that I have a certain night off. So if I ever have to leave early to take my boys home, gotcha. it just gives me flexibility. And, and I just, I like the, the business part of it. Okay. So, but like, you can also deliver your vision of what it is to have a dance studio, whereas gotcha. she's under the direction of a boss. Mm-hmm. She's got to follow that person's philosophy. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Right. Gotcha. And so let's talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Being, being a leader, mm-hmm. um, a lot of it is being able to cast a vision and establish a culture. Mm-hmm. And I can already tell, and there are no kids, no parents here. <laughs> you, you've been successful at, at giving this place your culture, mm-hmm. your vision. It's you. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not here, it's still going to be you. Right. And I think that's super important as as a leader, as a business leader, to be able to cast that vision and then bring people into the fold and have them buy into that vision and carry mm-hmm. out that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's very, very important. You know, I call it a vibe. I always tell small business owners, think of what your vibe is, mm-hmm. your mission, you called it before, yep. but yep. you got to have that feeling mm-hmm. that when you, if you walk into my restaurant or my dry cleaner or my dance studio, mm-hmm. there's got to be a feeling that's given to the customers and that's what kate has her that family feel we care about you Mm -hmm. it's critical and she doesn't lose focus of that gotcha so let me uh pause for a second and give that call-in number once again um, for anyone who's interested in calling in to ask questions um we're talking about a lot of good stuff here um stuff that you can't get anywhere else i mean to have a an entrepreneur a business owner right here ready to and willing to answer your questions is uh is very valuable so that call in number is seven two zero eight two zero one six one eight again that's seven two zero eight two zero one six one eight. Third time's a charm. Seven two zero eight two zero one six one eight. Uh that's the call in number. So we have about two minutes before our next break. And um so I'd like to get one more question in here. Uh have you ever had to turn down a client? In a way, yes. Okay. Um there's been times where either People, new customers would come in looking for a certain thing mm-hmm. that maybe we don't offer. And mm-hmm. so we kind of steer them towards, you know, this is not the right place for you. Or we'll have customers that are with us and then their desires change and 
we have to then basically say, and I've gone to conferences and I've learned this, that you, you know, Mm -hmm. this isn't the right place for you. And, and it's just the best for both worlds. Like I am not going to change, you know, obviously I'll tweak stuff as we go. And, but the main focus has to always be the same and keep true to myself. Um, but if a customer wants something that I can't offer, then we kind of just suggest another place. Gotcha. So we have a caller on the line. Caller, if you if you can hear me, we're going to get to you right after this next break. Um, but what Kate was doing there, I think, was saying this in a really nice way. And I won't say it in as nice of a way. <laughs> when you have that overbearing parent that's like always in the studio and they want to teach the kid the dance moves, sometimes you have to gently let them know that they um, might be better served elsewhere. So that is our break music. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinard. Your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Sometimes you can try so hard at something. Sometimes you can be so, so prepared and still fail. When you say, when you are where you are right now and you say, I can't take this, I can't handle this, I don't want any more, this is driving me crazy, you are saying, I don't want to go any higher. Most of you won't be successful because when you're studying and you get tired, you quit. I'm here to tell you today, if you got somebody came to my office the other day crying, I said, look, don't cry to give up, cry to keep going. Don't cry to quit. You already in pain, you already hurt, get a reward from it. Don't go to sleep until you succeed. Listen to me, I'm here to tell you today that you can come here, you can jump up, you can do flips, you can be excited when we give away money, but listen to me, you will never be successful until I don't have to give you a dime to do what you do. How much time do you spend working on you? How much time do you spend every day working on your dream? In the last 90 days, how many books have you read? In the last year, what new skill or knowledge have you acquired? What kind of investment have you made in you? Keep your agreements. Keep your agreements that you make and establish a network of people who will also do that. You gotta have an insatiable appetite for success, all right, for knowledge. You gotta want it as bad as you wanna breathe. You gotta believe. Believe in what? Believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen to me, I challenge you. Why do I challenge Because I know you can't. Listen to me, some of you, you're not even in the game. Can you do me a favor? Get in the game. You could be great if you just showed up. Get in the game. You want to be great. You want to do great things. You want to have greatness. You want to be great. I've often said a man's character is not judged after he celebrates a victory by but by what he does when his back is against the wall. So no matter how great the setback, how severe the failure, you never give up. You never give up. It's possible for you to live your dream. It's necessary that you associate with winners, that you work your system, that you are relentless, that you never give up. 
It's you. You've got to take personal responsibility. You've got to make it your personal business to make it happen. And you've got to resolve within yourself that I can do this, that it's hard. But you've got to say, I'm the one. I'm the one to make this happen. You're listening to WQYLDB Waukesha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Hello and welcome back to Enterprise Now on WQYLDB Radio. Caller, are you still on the line with us? Yes, I'm here. Hi, caller. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Waukesha. Um, what's your question for us tonight? I had a quick question for you. I just wanted to get your opinion on what is one of your biggest challenges as far as going into entrepreneurship. And also, what would you recommend to other entrepreneurs that's looking to open up their own dance studio as well? I would say one of the challenges, especially nowadays, since there are like the city is saturated with dance studios growing up there was like one each town and now there's you know upwards to five is really knowing your focus and keeping that even though people are going to challenge that and you might lose business because you don't fit what they want and you have to be okay with that so i'd say that would be the biggest challenge but it's gotten easier over the years to feel confident enough to say, like we were just discussing before the break, that, you know, that's not our philosophy here, but there's another studio, you know, across town that maybe would fit that better. And and then I would just say, yeah, advice for an entrepreneur starting off is just knowing what your mission is and what your focus is. And yes, it can ebb and flow, you know, and change and tweak over the years, but the core value of it has to has to remain and that has to come from you and you have to exude it to your clients and staff and everything. So the whole business. And and this is Kate's dad. I've got, you know, I'm a small business consultant. So my advice is have a plan and check out competition that's in the marketplace you're looking to get into. Make sure you have financial backing. When I worked, uh, did volunteer work at SCORE, it was money comes from family, friends, or fools. So you got to find that person to finance you because there's some significant entry costs into a business. Hard work with it goes without saying. And then what Kate mentioned is stay true to your vision. Uh, you'll get pressure to change the way you do business, but know you have a good plan and then stay true to that. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank Thanks. you for calling into Enterprise Now. So. Is this your first business or have you been uh, involved in other businesses in the past? This is my first business. Wow. I've worked at, you know, different studios. So you hit it out of the park in yeah, the, on the first, <laughs> the first try here. Well, I remember keeping a book um, even back when we were out east of things that I like uh-huh. about each job and things that if I were to have my own, I would do differently. Gotcha. Um, so like when I opened here, cause I wanted to remember what it felt like to be a teacher. And I remember, um, at one studio, if there'd be a snow day, we would still be expected to show up. But if a kid didn't show up, we wouldn't get paid. And that like, oh, didn't wow. make sense to me as a teacher. So I wanted to make sure that I remembered how it felt to be on the flip side. Okay. So that when I'm now on the owner side, I make sure that my staff is happy because I understand still how how it was for them to be a teacher and and that sort of thing. But yeah, gotcha. first first one and hopefully the last. Gotcha. <laughs> I think it's ironic. My daughter starts a business when she's twenty five. <laughs> I started my first business when I was fifty nine. Okay. So I, I guess I learned from, I learned I from my daughter. <laughs> Nice. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I got a couple of things. I'm like bursting with questions here. <laughs> so. What I heard you say is is being in being an employee actually helped because it gave you um, a perspective of what an employee might feel or want or Definitely. need. So now, when you're an owner, 
you can better meet that need because there are different stakeholders in this process, mm-hmm. right? You have your customers, but you also have your the people yeah. who work with you. You don't right? have a good you, staff. You yeah. don't have good customers. And, and yeah. you have to take care of them. You have to For make sure. sure that your vision is in, in, in alignment with theirs. Mm-hmm. And visions change. Mm-hmm. People change. People um, have children. People right. get married and things change. And so you have to constantly be in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a really good, really and good And I remember point. just feeling like unappreciated. You know, I wish my former bosses would just, you know, decorate the studio when it's your birthday mm-hmm. or um, do continual education. Like that's another big thing. Every February I take my staff and our competition kids down to a convention and mm-hmm. I pay for them and they go take class because mm-hmm. that's important. I can't expect the studio to grow and keep, you know, getting better and better if they're not out there taking class. And that was something that was never offered to me as a teacher. Gotcha. And I remember feeling like that it's, it's important. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, I mean, you, you have to take care of your people mm-hmm. um, because when you do, they'll take care of you. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You know, the other thing I see Kate having worked for other people and when she started her studio, she's the boss now, but she said, I'm still teaching a two to three year olds. Mm-hmm. We teach kids as young as two years old and Kate, knows the importance of a young child getting taught by an adult Mm -hmm. and she's in there with the two to three year olds whereas some bosses only teach classes for competition kids or teenagers and she lives true to that she's still doing it today Mm -hmm. and i think that's something she learned at previous studios Mm -hmm. gotcha so talk to us mike a little bit about the fact that you started your business at 59 (laughs) tell us about that journey that that process what um What's behind that? Did you just at that point you decided you know I can do this on my own or well I think the, I think that. the marketplace kind of dictated it when okay. when you got a little bit older in sales and management okay uh, there was a trend to downsize okay and I kind of fell victim to that okay uh, and then there's something about when you're gray haired you know if you're a consultant so to speak mm-hmm. you're considered that's a benefit then of having all those years of experience you must be smart because you have yeah. gray hair yeah, yeah. That's, that's what true. that means that's <laughs> it, that's it. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I have to say helping Kate start a business and working with her, I learned a lot of lessons. I call it my laboratory because okay. I'm able to experiment with, I'm mainly responsible for marketing and additionally helping at the front desk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm in that field. So uh, it helped me learn a lot of things and it kind of lets me experiment, if you will. And it allows me to impart knowledge to other entrepreneurs because I've tasted it firsthand in helping Kate start her business and then myself starting a business. Gotcha. So how how has your business how does that relate to what you do at Liberty Dance? Do you see a lot of um overlap in terms of some of the lessons that you've learned um in terms of lessons that you can share with your clients? Yes, I I believe in a principle uh you mentioned it before you were impressed by that uh, clerk at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> when I teach uh when I'm working with a client to help their salespeople, mm-hmm. I always say to them like, like, let's say you're cold calling or prospecting mm-hmm. is, why would you do something to someone else that you hate having done to you? So if mm-hmm. people call you at home and interrupt, why would you want to do that same approach with other people if you hate it? Gotcha. So here, um, I think customers are key to any business success. So it, it lets me, re- sometimes I go completely out of my way to help people. Gotcha. I mean, I've been out cleaning customers' windows in winter, so when they left at nine o'clock, you know, they didn't. They could just head out. So what you're saying is, I should come park my car yep. here yep. when I'll, it snows out, and you'll, do it. you'll take care of it. But it's that lesson of like, if I go to a restaurant and the manager comes up or the chef comes out and asks me how I think, it turns eating into a dining experience, and that's kind of a philosophy that I've kind of nurtured here, mm-hmm. and then I tell people. That's something important. Treat those customers like their goal. The other thing is community giving. I think every small business, like you're doing with your food drive, we work with Christmas Clearing Council every year. We support families every year. Mm -hmm. And it's such a good feeling for our customers, Mm -hmm. for ourselves, when you see a family that's kind of in need, that we can help them. So all those things kind of come together, and it kind of lets me impart that kind of wisdom to small business owners no matter how small you are mm-hmm. you can help give back to the community gotcha that's actually a really good segue into my next question i mm-hmm. was going to just ask yeah. you how are you guys involved in the community and um a second part to that question what made you choose the organizations that you you work with 
Um, I'll start like the one that we've done every year um, since we've opened. So we've for eight years, we do a father daughter dance that closes out our show for uh, recital. Okay, and we make every um, father daughter pair donate twenty five dollars. Okay, and we pick twenty dads. Uh, so we have a five hundred dollar contribution that we bring down to or send to Children's Shriner Hospital. Okay. Shriner's Hospital for Children, I should say. My husband was a Shriner, um, so that's just a organization that we've supported for eight years. So and it's kids. It fits right. in with our mission. Yeah. Okay. So we've done 4000 to them over the past um, eight years. Awesome. Yeah, we've always Every done. year we collect $3,000. I should say us and our customers act as a distribution point. And okay. We collect about $3,000 in in gifts and money for needy families through Christmas Clearing Council. Awesome. It's amazing when you see a family come in with not as much as the average family, and that family might get $1,000. Awesome. Think, think of the oh, joy yeah. that the, when they come in and see their big boxes of gifts, it's mm-hmm. the coolest thing. Awesome. awesome. Uh, We've done the food pantry, food the Hebron pantry. house. Okay. And so, then we go to all these like senior citizens' homes okay. and uh, the, the troops. Like I think it's the Alzheimer's Walk in downtown mm-hmm. Waukesha. Okay. Our girls aren't dancing at the show, but they're mm-hmm. cheering on all the walkers and runners as they finish. So mm-hmm. it not only is good for the business, but it's a wonderful role modeling for kids and mm-hmm. giving back to the community. Our yep. dancers here know that giving back to the community is part of and i think that's why parents like this place gotcha there's so many other lessons other than just a plie or a mm-hmm. fondue yeah, you, that's you know <laughs> you know there's so many other lessons you can impart on a child at a dance studio gotcha. there's occasionally a competition that we've done in the past too where you can opt out of receiving trophies and instead okay. the money that you know would have bought the trophy goes to a charity so if okay. that's ever an option from a competition that we do we always opt out of the trophies and donate the money instead gotcha so we're we're coming up on four minutes left with our okay. time. I told you guys it was going to fly fast. by. Wow, um, I've had a good time. I've enjoyed you know talking with you guys. So give us your two minute take on advice that you would give a small business owner or entrepreneur. Okay, I would say, um, as I mentioned before, follow your heart. Make sure it's something that you're passionate about because it is an all day, every day type of thing. I mean, I can say, yeah, I might have been off, but like my brain is never off. You're always thinking of something or trying to get better. Um, So it really has to be something that you believe in. Mm -hmm. It can't just be, you know, oh, I'm going to open up an ice cream shop even though you don't need ice cream, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So you can say passionate, say true to yourself, keep learning, keep growing. Um, Stuff might change, you know, throughout the year, but that's okay. Um, And just be smart. Like I've, especially in the dance studio business i've seen a lot that just go under because financially they made poor decisions mm-hmm. and um it's such a shame because you know a lot of times they'll have they'll be passionate or they'll have good staff mm-hmm. and it's just it was poor business end um, gotcha. because most don't have the business background they just were dancers so gotcha. um train somewhere get an education or go to you know conventions and read 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 mm-hmm. um and yeah just work hard and have fun i mean it's it's an amazing thing to own your own business. I remember sitting down teaching like my very first class and I'm like, oh my God, it like felt like a dream. You know, it's felt like I was playing pretend, you know, gotcha, but gotcha. yeah, it's cool. That is awesome. One minute, Mike, any advice to, you know, a long time ago I read a book. I can't think of the name of the title, but it was, uh, it was, it talked about a three-legged stool and the three, um, constituents of a business are profitability, whether it's a shareholder or it's your employees and your customers, and you have to treat them all the same. Think of a three-legged stool, and if you pay more attention to profit, that means that stool is wobbly. So if you take care of your customers, sorry, if you take care of your employees like Kate does, Mm -hmm. they tend to deliver higher degrees of of customer satisfaction to the customers. Gotcha. And then the profit piece kind of takes it to yourself. So mm-hmm. if you concentrate, think of that three-legged stool, mm-hmm. customers, employees, and profitability because every business, business needs to make money. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But you can't ignore that employee and that customer because that leads to success. Gotcha. Well, guys, thanks again. Thank this you. has been so um it's been a good experience for me because, like I said, I love to meet entrepreneurs, small business owners, because I learn a lot by, you know, hearing your story, how you got to where you are mm-hmm. and how you're going to be, how you're going to get to where you're, you want to be in the future. So, um, wanted to give another announcement about the Radio Summer Fun Celebration and Food Drive. 
and also the uh, celebration on August 5th. So the information on that, we have two drop-off locations, actually, uh, Forever Faded Barbershop here in Waukesha, and we have Sunset Popcorn. I actually went by there and bought some grape popcorn, never had grape popcorn yeah. before, and when I get back home, I'm going to go finish the, go. the bucket off. <laughs> um, but Sunset Popcorn, you can drop um, drop off donations there. Um, go, go to our website, donate there. Our goal is $1,000 and 1,000 pounds of food, and come out and celebrate with us on August 5th. Liberty Dance Center will be with us. They'll be performing. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing performance. We're looking forward to it. Um, we'll also have another uh, dance team with us, and we're going to have fun. We're going to have food, and we're going to have music. What else could you okay. could you want in the summertime? <laughs> so this has been Enterprise Now. I'm your host, Elsie Flinnard, on WQYLDB Radio. Thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. fantastic episode hey listen i want to know something what is the top concern that you have in your business is it sales is it marketing is it finance operations shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net i want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter